Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet Google Ventures Design Sprint creators and best-selling authors Jake Knapp and John Zeratsky, Catalyst Leader President Tyler Reagan, and Tal Kanan, social activist and business leader. With these authors, you'll get access to their handbooks for productivity, leadership, and faith. Plus, find out which author would love to have Winston Churchill narrate his audiobook. Enjoy. Hi, this is Jake Knapp. And I'm John Zaratsky. Both of our names are on the cover of this book, and we truly wrote this book together. And that part of our collaboration extended into the recording studio as well. So we had a notated version of the book that we read off of, but we were making a lot of decisions on the fly, a lot of improvisations, trying to figure out how to share the book to blend our two voices together. And that really came through in the recording. I was inspired to write this book because focusing on the things that are important is something I've struggled with for pretty much my entire life. And as I started to collect some things, as John and I started to work together on building a system for focusing, I thought, this is the book that I would have wanted 10 years ago. And I thought, you know, we should write it. Yeah. Earlier in in my career, I went down the rabbit hole of productivity optimization, you know, getting really into having everything perfectly organized and labeled and scheduled. And it just kind of got burned out on it. But I knew there was something there. There was something about trying to make good use of time. So I've been trying to kind of figure out what works for me ever since. Recording this audiobook was fun. I didn't really know what to expect, but honestly, it's been a blast to be in here, working through it, rereading it, kind of looking at it from a fresh perspective. Same here. I had some apprehension leading up to the audiobook. I pictured us sitting in here, you know, throats dry, kind of trying to power our way through the book. And in fact, it was a lot of fun. So I'm going to miss it tomorrow. <laughs> I realized that I did not know how to pronounce treatise. That's how you actually pronounce it, I learned. But I learned that because I said it Treatise, and actually, I can't even remember how I said it because we talked about it so much. Anyway, it turned out that John and Danny, everybody knew how to pronounce treatise, but not me. When we started recording, I realized that a lot of the names of other authors or researchers in the book I had never tried to say out loud before. But our director had this really cool website that he was using to look up pronunciation of names that would actually find videos of those names being pronounced. And that was really cool. It was really useful. I'm excited that we had a good time recording this, that we got through it, and that we still have a lot of energy. A big part of the book is about building energy, and in some ways this was kind of a test. You know, are the the habits that we have, do those actually work to maintain a high level of energy through something as potentially strenuous as talking all day? I'm really excited about the footnotes to make time. We went way overboard with footnotes when we wrote the book. There are footnotes all over the place. We have a lot of dad jokes in the footnotes. As a dad, I feel really proud about that. And we had to figure out how to incorporate those footnotes into the text. When you're reading a book out loud, you can't look down at the bottom of the page. So I really am happy with the way we integrated them in, and I'm pretty excited to have people hear it. If I wasn't recording the audiobook myself if the two of us weren't doing it. I think that the dream person, the ideal person would have been David McCullough. And not because, I mean, he has a great voice. He does have a great voice, but partly because 
he's really busy. And if, if he had taken the time to record our audiobook, I just, I would have been so honored because I'm such a fan of his work. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Winston Churchill. He's been dead a long time, but the man has such an interesting voice and such an amazing style of speaking. The last audiobook I listened to was We Have No Idea. It's a science book. And it's also the first audiobook I ever listened to. <laughs> I've never listened to an audiobook. And when we started working on this project to record the audiobook of Make Time, I figured I should probably listen to one. So I heard that one was really good. So I gave it a listen and I enjoyed it. All the audiobooks I listen to actually are books that my younger son listens to. And a fantastic one that both my older son and now my younger son have listened to is A Series of Unfortunate Events, narrated by Tim Curry. Tim Curry is amazing, and I think any person of any age would love listening to that book. Hi, my name is Tyler Reagan, and I'm the author of The Life-Giving Leader, Learning to Lead from Your Truest Self. I'm the president of Catalyst Leader that's been around about 20 years. And what we do is we pour our lives into leaders who are pouring their lives into those around them. I wrote The Life-Giving Leader because how people lead affects other people's faith. I don't know too many people that have walked away from Jesus because of Jesus, but I know a lot who have walked away from Jesus because of those of us that represent Jesus. Jesus is such a life-giving part of my life. I knew that that had to be carried out in the way that I lead day in and day out. There's nothing I'd rather do in my life than give life and grace and love to the people that God's entrusted to me. I was inspired by men and women who have many of the qualities we talk about in this book. They became role models in my life. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audio book in one word, that word would be humbling for multiple reasons. One is I feel like I can talk with the best of them, but to talk for two days and actually articulate words that I don't even know if I would put in the next book has been quite the humbling experience. I'm also humbled by the graciousness of Reed and May and Linda and the entire team willing to sit for two days and listen and be a part of producing something like this. I realized as we were doing this, I had trouble pronouncing a few different words. Singularly, that won't go in there. I can't even pronounce it now. World War II, try to say that a few times fast. Purported. And then there was one other today that we... Uh, lure. No, stop. We're not even talking about that. <laughs> what I'm excited about, about putting this book on audio, is it gives the listeners a chance to hear my voice, to hear the way that I was articulating these sentences and these phrases and these ideas. One of my best friends said, as he read the book, he said, man, this is you. As I read it, I could literally just hear you saying it. And so that's what made me super excited about being able to record this. If I wasn't going to record the audiobook, if I wasn't going to be the voice behind it, I would have chosen Tom Hanks. There's just something about Tom Hanks' voice that's soothing, it's peaceful, it's very calming to me. The last great audiobook that I listened to was Wonder by R.J. Palacio. What an amazing story, and what was even better is realizing that I only had to narrate from my voice, but if I had to narrate with all the different accents and voices in the book Wonder, it would have been very difficult. So to see a book that's fictional come to life through the voice of a narrator is really impressive and hard to do. Hi, this is Tal Kanan. I'm here in a recording studio in New York City. 
where we just finished recording the audio version of God is in the Crowd. I wish I had a concise answer to the question, what is the book about? I'm struggling for that right now. On one level, it's about the prospect of the demise of the Jewish people, a very small but also very important weave in the larger human story. The book offers a prescription for reversing that trend. On another level, the book proposes a balance between our conception of ourselves as individuals and as cells in a larger organism called community. We've lost touch with community in many ways in modern times. I describe it in a Jewish framework, but it's not just for Jewish listeners and readers. The book weaves my sort of theoretical notions with segments of my life story. And what I found was that the life story parts were much easier to write, whether it was combat in the skies over the Middle East or, you know, the birth of my daughter or certain religious learnings that I've had over the years. The theoretical stuff was much more difficult. I had to, you know, really struggle to get it exactly right and rewrite it and correct it and hone it and get it precise. Reading the audiobook was exactly the opposite. I found it very difficult to read my own experiences. It felt much more kind of open and vulnerable reading it aloud than I did writing it down. And it was interesting. So I definitely wanted to record this audiobook myself. I'm seeking a certain intimacy with the listener that was important to me. If I wrote another book, I would definitely want to record it. I think I've gotten insight on my own writing. The flow of sentences, the structure of paragraphs and chapters that I hadn't seen before. It was really through this experience. And I also enjoyed just this feeling of connecting on a different level with the listener. It's tough to pronounce a lot of words. We definitely had a lot of retakes. I had special trouble pronouncing the word citizenship, which I just got right. I think I had a few favorite parts of the book. There are parts of the book that are playful, you know, when we're actually engaging in behavioral games, and that was fun. There were moments that still evoke a lot of emotion in me, and reading them aloud and imagining a listener hearing those passages was actually a very emotional experience for me. Things that have been difficult for me to share for a long time, and it's kind of taking a leap now, but I feel happy to have done it and done it myself. Okay, who would be my dream narrator? One thing that might be interesting to experiment with is actually having the characters in the book narrate their own sections. I think that could actually be a really interesting medium. I do listen to audiobooks. I like audiobooks. Two recent favorites, Jonathan Hates the Righteous Mind, which Jonathan narrates himself and I think does a fantastic job. I recommend it. And I'm in the middle of Jonathan Sarno's Lincoln and the Jews, also highly recommended. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.